Sid. Hey, Bron. Long time no see. Literally forever. I have, I've only seen you over video. I know. <laughs> I know. It's so sad, but at least we have video. And so it feels like I'm close to you, even though we're not even that far away, but far enough away. <laughs> well, we haven't hugged in quite some time. And it's sad. <laughs> I miss hugs so much. I know. I'm sure you all do too, but can't wait for the day. But the video chatting has been a really nice way because I find that like, even for work stuff, I was just calling into calls for a while when we started all this before my camera on my laptop got fixed. And then once it did, my manager was like, let's start doing like video with everybody with our morning meetings. And as soon as we started doing that, I was just like, oh, I feel like engaged and I feel like I'm here and I'm present because like seeing faces just makes it so much easier to be like, oh, I can now like be fully in tune with what you're saying. A hundred percent. So that changes the game. It does. It does. Um, so what's your update, Bron? Well, I found this amazing curated gift box um, because I'm in this mode of wanting to send people I love uh, care packages. <laughs> I like it. And uh, gifts to people far away and things uh, when normally I would like put something together myself, perhaps. Um, That's obviously proving to be a little bit more difficult considering the circumstances we're in. And so um, I've been on the hunt for nice care packages that I can mail off to people. Mm Mm-hmm. And I found this one called Box Fox, and I highly recommend it for things like hey, I'm thinking of you and I miss your face and want to send you a hug in the form of cozy socks. Mm -hmm. Um, Sympathy gifts, birthdays, all of these moments that obviously are still happening. Uh, Life does not end while we are in quarantine. And so I personally have been very attached to um, these moments of like giving people a little spurt of joy um, in the form of a card and a gift. And it's really beautiful because they have their own curated versions or you can build your own and so depending on like how much you want to spend what size of box what type of occasion they it covers the gamut and they're really beautiful and there are a lot of high quality products so highly recommend looking into uh box fox i was so excited when you talked about this when i first heard about it because i also love this type of stuff like if you want to do like more than a card but like less than flowers or just like mix it up a little bit that's where this is just so thoughtful and Mm -hmm. you're right like I was taking a look at the website and the stuff that they have that you can put into your your curated or the box that you want to make yourself is just like so lovely and like you can find stuff that like either reminds you of the person that you're sending it to, or you have like an inside joke with someone and there's something that goes along with that. Um, And so I really enjoyed taking a peek at these and getting some good ideas for some upcoming stuff. Cause I totally agree. I think um, for the first few weeks, we're kind of like, everything feels like it stops, but then you're like, I still want to be able to celebrate my friends and my family and stuff that we might not be able to do in person, but a surprise box with all these lovely things in it is just such a nice touch. So I'm excited about that. I also use Greetable here and there. That one's good too. I love a Greetable. And it's again, like a little bit, I think it's a little bit more maybe affordable than BoxFox from what I understand, 
but yeah, I there like, are different different levels. Yeah, and I think that like if you're you know surprising on a budget, then the um, greetable is also a nice option. I've done that. I did that for my grandma for her 90th birthday a couple years Aww. ago, and it was like the best ever. And she was so excited. She's like, I don't even know what this. What is this? <laughs> and well, it was what's just cool super about cute. It- the greetable option too is that there you can like add photos and have them printed mm-hmm. inside the little box that it's packaged in. And they're like detachable, so you can then like post them on your fridge. Mm-hmm. And so yes, I like that option as well. So there's there I think these are like cropping up a little bit more, but I loved Box Fox and I really like Greetable as well. So those would be, I think, some some recommendations. Top picks, we'll link them in show notes for you. Episode 117, queenspeaking.com slash 117. Got him. Whoa. (laughs) What's your update? So this is really good timing, I think, for my update. But I have been waiting for Hulu to add season two of Killing Eve, the BBC show with Sandra Oh, for like what feels like years. Um, I kept seeing ads for this the other day. I I was like... I feel like I missed it. I'm like, when did they add this? Because I've been waiting for it for so since the last since the first season ended, which was decades ago, I think, and not decades. I'm exaggerating. Everything is like amped up to a thousand these days for me. So <laughs> you're like, it's been a hundred years since one day. I've been day. waiting patiently for one thousand years, and. So it's finally there, and I already finished season two of Killing Eve, and it was just as excellent as season already? one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. It was, um, I impressed myself, honestly, about how committed I was to the cause. But the best part is not only did the show get better, which, you know, you never know if it's going to get better, or if it's going to flatten out, or where they're going to take the storyline. Um, But Doug started watching part of season two with me. And he's like, I think I like this show. So he went back, watched season one late night while I was sleeping. So then we could watch all of season (gasps) two together, which... That is love. Which was awesome. And so that is a huge bonus because there's not a lot of shows that we both like, like equally like. And this one, I feel like we were both really invested in. And it's just, you know, like Sandra Oh is a magician when it comes to acting. And I think her name is something Comer, Jamie Comer. I'm going to mess that up. Mm -hmm. But the woman that plays Villanelle is excellent. Her clothes are excellent. I feel like it's one of those shows that you wish there was like a book club list of questions for because I want to like talk about Sandra O's character's clothes versus Villanelle's clothes and like what they say about each other and like all of these things. It's just such a good thoughtful detail-oriented show and so I highly recommend. Oh my gosh I guess I will have to add that to the watch list which I think uh, is very relevant based on the episode that we're Uh, recording right now so give it to me straight what are we talking today Sid well today we are getting into um version three of our hot takes on tv we thought that because 
you know, we're probably spending a little bit more time on the couch in front of the TV. Um, We've been, like, reaching back into the archives, and we've been watching some new stuff, and we've been really excited about TV. And honestly, we just didn't get to everything that we had segmented out for, for, like, version two, which was episode 102, which feels like forever ago now. Um, I know, right? But we had so much more to talk about because that was around award season. So we were like, we should focus on what's getting awards. Um, But we just have more to say. So today is another deep dive into the shows that we're watching and what we're enjoying and what we highly recommend from our own perspectives. Yeah, I think uh, especially right now, we're thinking about what are those binge-worthy faves that A, probably have a few seasons you can dig in, and B, you just want to like immerse yourself in it. And it's some of them are feel-good, some of them are like good dramas that get your brain thinking and and maybe uh, distracted in a time when you need it most. I totally agree. So I'm really excited about this episode. so let's get into it. What are we starting with? Our our popular, like, must-see TV. Yes. Um, there are some newer series. I feel like I've been living in the land of HBO lately. Yeah. Um, I obviously love Succession, all the drama, and there are a couple seasons that you can dig into, um, family drama vibes, like all the money, good cast, good clothes, like crazy scenes huge huge fan Mm -hmm. um obviously big little lies if you haven't seen this this is like a so good now and meryl in big little lies season two is again magic i mean Mm -hmm. meryl is magic and she just so brought it as what's her face's mother-in-law of that season and just like terrifyingly good so yes highly recommend binge watching both seasons so good. Um, another one, season three recently started for Westworld. And so they're like in a different space now and they're exploring some stuff. And I personally am a huge fan of uh, this like crazy future world that they've uh, made up where robots are essentially like cl- as close to humans as we are. Yeah. <laughs> Might be scary for some in terms of just like... <laughs> not able to process that kind of world um but i'm very into it and i feel like the cast is super good and it it's just like there's never a moment it's sometimes it's a little like how am i following this but i kind of like it because for me watching a like thrilling experience where i'm trying to piece the puzzle together is like the best thing i want from tv the another one that did this was the outsider Mm. um is that a show it's a show on HBO, and it's based on a Stephen King novel. Oh, well, I'll have to dig into that one. Um, so I'm, I don't watch Westworld, really, but Doug does, and he's, like, obsessed with it. So I've been, like, peripherally watching season three with him. And firstly, Aaron Paul is a great addition to the cast, but he's so funny in his, like, his, like, scruffy voice in these episodes. I'm like, he sounds like Batman. Like, is he meaning to sound like Batman? <laughs> the one thing I feel like with this, this series, or this season, it feels like everybody's whispering all the time. Yes. I'm like, I can't understand a single word anyone is saying right now. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it is, like, it's so different than season one, again, peripherally watching 
that it is very interesting and the mains are very good. And you know what struck me was the guy who played the bad guy in like Ocean's Eleven or something. The French guy is the bad guy in season three as well. (laughs) And that's all I can think about when I'm watching. I'm like, that's the guy from Ocean's Eleven. (laughs) And I'm just obsessed. So, or maybe that connection. Was it Ocean's Eleven? Maybe it was Charlie's Angels. He was the guy that was, like, the contortionist in one of those, like, spy movies. Anyway, he's perfect. And one of the guys from Sons of Anarchy is also in this season. And I was obsessed with him in Sons of Anarchy. So that's what's, like, really, for me... From so the <laughs> the cast is really bringing you yeah. to the show. I'm like, what, what's he going to do now? And all I'm thinking is his, like, Sons of Anarchy character. So, yes, I, from what I understand, definitely worth the watch. Definitely worth Love the it. Love it. What's um, in your uh, HBO watch list, your faves? My faves from the HBO watch list. So, Euphoria is, and I checked to see if I talked about any of these in either of the past uh, TV hot take episodes that we did. Um, I really liked Euphoria. It's terrifying, but also, I think, just... It showcases acting in a way you just don't get to see on TV all that often. And Zendaya is the main in that one. And she's just amazing and I think gives a really, really strong performance. And you just kind of fall into all of these characters' lives without meaning to. But I, this was one that I watched nonstop, stayed up past my bedtime for, like all of the above. Just really, really good. Um, so that one was good. And I think if you're in the right mindset for it, it's not a, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily like a feel good, but it is a like if you love good TV, I think Euphoria is great TV. Um, I'm awaiting the moment where that like is the thing that I hit play on. It, you need to it's, be ready for it. I will. It's coming. Yeah, I think when you get through, because I like I've been gravitating toward feel goods, but this one when it came out was just getting talked about so much that I was like, I gotta see what this is about. And they were greenlit for season two, so we're just kind of waiting. And I don't know like how all of this pandemic will affect anything for that, but they were greenlit, oh, yeah. so I'm really excited for season two. Um. Another few for HBO for me were Watchmen, and that has Regina King as the main. And it's like a superhero show, and I am not a superhero fan necessarily, but she Mm -hmm. is amazing, and she kicks serious butt. Um, But, like, the whole storyline is really interesting to follow. Some episodes are a bit slow, but overall, like, that was a really satisfying watch. The ending was amazing. Um... And unfortunately, it's not coming back for season two. So, like, the cliffhanger that they leave you on, you're kind of like, (gasps) but it was still, like, that satisfying, like, I'll be okay with that ending if if I never see any more of it. So, that one was great. I love a a superhero uh, TV slash movie experience. Yes. Yeah. And she's just so good. I feel like Regina King is just, like really hitting her stride i mean she's been on a stride path but this was her front and center kicking butt being great all of the things you want from great tv so i recommend it that was another one that doug and i could watch together so i I, like i feel like these actually are more that like are a little bit more accessible for people 
that are coming at things from different places. Like, I'm usually not mm-hmm. a superhero movie fan or TV fan, but, like, I really like this. And he's really big into that stuff. And he liked it, too. So I'm like, okay, how are we meeting in the middle here? Um, Have you heard of High Maintenance on HBO? I I have. I haven't watched it, though. Okay. So that's another one that I was, like, not really sure what it was, but it was based on a web series by the guy who stars in it, and he's literally known as the guy in the show. (laughs) And he is a weed dealer, but it's such an interesting show because he is the thread that holds all of these, like, very different storylines together that have, like, no real plot, but really interesting lives that these people live. And he's just, like, biking around New York City, like, delivering weed to people. And you get to, like, learn about the people's lives. And so it's kind of disjointed, but it comes together at certain parts where you're like, wow, they knew each other. And it's... That's cool. It is. And it's just, like, it makes you think. And I really appreciate a good this could be a real story type of show. And I'd say High Maintenance is that. Um, Insecure is another HBO show. Issa Rae stars, writes, produces. It's based on a web series um, that Issa started called Awkward Black Girl. And it's now in its third season. It just premiered. And it's just... It is it is that. Like, the web series that it's based on, Awkward Black Girl, like, it just basically transplants that <laughs> to the HBO screen. And it's funny, it's uncomfortable, it's real, and it just is, like, very easy to try to, like, find someone whose side you're on with all of the cast of characters that are in it. So. Um, that's actually... One that I know you have mentioned to me before, and uh, I feel like I should add to a personal watch list. Yes. Because I feel like there are more, I'm spending more time watching my own things than Dan's watching his own things. Um, and I just finished a couple episodes or series of things. So you got room. Love it. Got room. Um, and then we need to talk about this because. I love this book. This is a Hulu watch, and it's called Little Fires Everywhere. Have you been reading about this or heard about this at all? I have seen all the ads for it, um, and I'm, like, super intrigued. I know that it was a great book, but I don't know enough. Like, I haven't, like, fully dug in. It is worth... So... People that I've been talking to were like, I wish I had read the book first to know, I guess, like, what direction it's Ooh, heading that's in. That's a great idea. And, it, I mean, you know, I I am not a big reader, honestly. <laughs> but I read this um, on vacation last summer, and I read it cover to cover twice on vacation. Because it was... Twice? S- twice. Because it was... What? So compelling. It moves. The pace is just really well done. Um, by the author and she just writes a well done story all of the characters are beautifully fleshed out you never know whose team you're on you're like waiting for so many things to happen um and so the book was just excellent so when i heard this was happening so reese witherspoon who we've talked about on the show before um her production company bought the the rights to this book um to make it into the show and she nailed it. I mean, it's it's 
just so well done. Reese Witherspoon stars as one of the characters. Carrie Washington is the other mom in the show. And I was really anticipating being disappointed because of how good the book is. I was like, there's no way they can match it. But they mm-hmm. really have, especially... So they're probably, I think, on to... S- Right now, I think they've released maybe the fifth or sixth episode, and I don't know how many that there are, but after this last episode, it's, like, really picking up, um, and it's just a really, it's a, it's, you just fall into it. I mean, everybody I know who's watching it, I'm like, can we talk about it? Can we, like, we need to dig into it, talk about the characters, talk about all the flaws of all these characters, and it's just, it's just so good. (laughs) Oh, love it. Um, I feel my sister was actually asking me for book recommendations. And so Give maybe her I'll this toss one. this her way and be like, and then you can watch the TV show. This is just such, again, like not a big reader, but it was, it was an easy read and it, it mm-hmm. flew and it was, you, it engulfs you. It's exactly what I needed from a book at that moment because I was just like, I need something to just fall into and forget about everything else. And this is that book. Very good. Very, very good. So, um, definitely worth all, watching all those things. Those are hot new things. Let's chat about some of the under-the-radar uh, items on particularly your list. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and these might be just under the radar because I haven't... I've, I tend to listen to a lot and watch a lot and read a lot about popular TV and movies. And these are just not ones that came up as much i guess so i'll go through Mm -hmm. them really quickly um the righteous gemstones on hbo is hilarious and didn't know too much about it it's about like the mega church um kind of setup and how the mega churches make money and how they pull people in and it's just it's just really funny um but also like kind of haunting in different ways and so i appreciated that (laughs) um and I'm already looking forward to next season. Um, on My Block is one from Netflix that is, like, I got into it on a whim. Um, it's about these four kids that are from a rougher part of a neighborhood in California. And they're kind of just figuring out, like, how to be, like, almost teens or early teens. And, like, there's... Oh, my favorite genre so good so good so they're like figuring all of that stuff out and it's really funny the characters are are, a couple of the characters are really funny but there's also the layer of um like uh mystery where they're trying to solve like this big mystery that's like plagued where they're from for ages ages and ages and it was just one of those ones that I binged like on a Saturday and loved. And when the season, I think there's three seasons out now, and I flew through all of them and like and, and anxiously awaited all of them as well. That sounds like something I'd totally be down with. I feel like you would. I feel like you'd like it. Um, Good Girls on ABC. So this is three women. Christina Hendricks is in this. Um, one of the girls from Parenthood is in it, and Retta, who has done a lot of like really funny half hour TV is they play, like, these three women that get themselves into, like, a money laundering scheme. <laughs> and do you, have you seen this? So it's funny that you, I'm, like, smiling and no one can see because I'm <laughs> laughing to myself. I forgot that this happened. But, like, recently, this was probably a month ago, I accidentally watched, like, 
four episodes of the show just like tuned in because it was the only thing i have youtube tv and it was the only thing on and i just didn't feel like searching for anything else anywhere and i because i like turned it on and i was like what's happening and then just got fully sucked in yeah but it was like the season finale and then led into the next season and i was like what's (laughs) happening (laughs) so dramatic but it was really good it's so good and you don't expect it to be but again like doug will pop in while i'm watching it and he'll just like sit and watch for a little bit without realizing like how long Mm -hmm you get sucked in for but there are parts that are funny Matthew Lillard is in it and she plays or he plays Christina Hendricks's um, husband and he's like kind of a doof but you like kind of feel bad for him at certain parts and it's just one of those again I feel like all of these just have really great character development so you are on someone's team and you're rooting for them and you just see their flaws where they don't see their flaws and it just is super endearing in a lot of ways. Um, So I feel like this one has been on, it's one of the ones that like moved to Sunday night and you know, like when something moves to Sunday or Monday, it's, it's not always good for, for them. (laughs) So I'm hoping that nothing bad happens to my good girls because I am really enjoying this show. Um, And then the last one that I just thought of was, did you ever watch how to make it in America with Brian Greenberg? Sure did. Such a good yeah. show, right? I loved that it show. Great. It only had two seasons. I've watched it probably like three or four times. Longer. I know. Kid Cuddy was in it. It was just, it was so good. <laughs> Did you know Kid Cuddy's in the newest season of Westworld too? He plays the friend, Aaron Paul's friend. Oh, look at him just racking up his uh, acting accolades. I know. I was just like, is that Kid Cuddy? But I really loved How to Make it in America, and I thought we would be doing HBO a disservice if we didn't mention it. For sure. For sure. Um, all right. So to wrap up, what should we revisit? I guess I should have put How to Make it in America under worth revisiting. But um, what should we go back to now that we've got a little bit more time on our hands? This is where I'm thinking about like the ones with all the... St- all the seasons Mm -hmm. and like the stuff that's like i haven't seen this in a while yeah and this is going to be an embarrassing admission (laughs) or at least my family has just made me believe this uh (laughs) because they give me so much crap for it all the time i'm obsessed with charmed it originally was on the CW. It currently airs on TNT in the mornings. So sometimes <laughs> when I were back when I used to be able to go to the gym, um, I would watch it in the morning if I if I hit the the early gym routine. Um, but it's about three witches who are sisters <laughs> and all the antics that they get into as they try to read uh, the world of evil. And it is so bad. It's good. Alyssa Milano's in it, Holly Marie Combs, Rose McGowan, Shannon Doherty for a smidge, not to spoil, but um, I'm obsessed and it's a full guilty pleasure and I feel like I want to just like from beginning to end rewatch the whole series. And I think there's like eight seasons or something crazy. That is so wild because it feels like it was on for so much longer than eight seasons because of how entrenched it is in pop culture. Because Mm -hmm. I feel like it, it was, it was like a Buffy or, you know, like it was like Mm -hmm. those shows that were of that time period, like angel and like 
where <laughs> you're just like, this is so... And I know there are, like, people that are really diehard Buffy fans, but I feel like I can put those in the same category of time frame, where that was, like, yeah. just the thing, was, like, werewolves and witches and vampires and... Now that you mention it, I feel like maybe I should watch... I was never... I didn't, like, fully immerse myself in Buffy land, but I feel like maybe that's one I should add to my list, too, as, like, a first-timer. I think that's a great idea. I know a lot of people would be excited about that for you. <laughs> um, I feel like this. there's a new show on Hulu called Motherland Fort Salem, and it's about three witches. Have you seen this? And No, but I immediately want to. It's really... It's it's not funny. It's, it's just one of those shows that you're like, where, how do we get here? How do we get here? And as soon as you start talking about like three witches that are out to save the world, like that's exactly what Motherland Fort Salem is, <laughs> as far as I know so far. Um, so we're coming back around. We're all about witches again. It's happening. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so into it. Yeah. Same. Um, Gilmore Girls is top mm-hmm. of the list for me for worth a revisit. A thousand percent. Um, this show got me through so many hard times. I watched it with my mom. I, like, I lived for it. Doug and I rewatched it together for his first time, my like 70th time. Mm-hmm. And then I was so excited when they did the like, what was it? The new piece that they brought back on Hulu when, yes. and they like, just added a little bit to it as like a short season and Jess was there Luke was like everybody was there (laughs) Dean was there so good fun fact when that like resurgence of um this the series came it was on Netflix um Netflix yes thank you they did the like pop-up as like across coffee shops around the U.S. yes they did it at one of our local coffee shops Ugly Duck Coffee which we love oh so much shout out to Rory and his fam and his team um but that was like Luke's for a day and I put my name in a drawing and I won a Luke's apron and I still have it I did not know (laughs) that that was so uh, cool super fan that was super cool. I remember when we were on vacation, um, wherever they shot, it was like Universal Studios or somewhere in California, and we went to the set of Stars Hollow. Like, we went to Stars Hollow, my mom and my sister and I, and it was... That's so cool. Amazing. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, highly recommend. I think even, I was talking to a friend of mine the other night, and she was like, I think I want to rewatch Gilmore Girls. I'm like... It's time. I can think of no better show to watch at this point in time. It's, it's literally the best idea one could have. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, what else are we watching? I, so like as an of the moment uh, recommendation, I'm really into the feel good comedies. And so one we recently started is Brooklyn Nine-Nine, so which has me in tears. I know I mentioned it. Um, but it's definitely uh, worth noting. Check it out if you haven't already. Obviously, Parks and Rec, get your watch in because I heard that it's leaving streaming services um, around like the October time frame, which is like worst case scenario. So get get a watch in of Parks and Rec because it is so classic and so, so funny. good. So funny. And then OMG, drum roll. Guess what I just found out is on Hulu. Saved by the bell. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was never a Saved by the Bell person, so I unfortunately get out of here. Can't get with you on this one, but I have obviously heard so many things. Um, but I mean, great. Maybe I'll watch it for the first time now. For a very long time, I can't. It was like in college, and after college, like when I first started getting, uh, was like working. I would wake up in the morning to get ready for like my a fit like I had just graduated college and I was working in PR (laughs) I would get ready for my job and watch Saved by the Bell at seven in the morning (laughs) because you were an adult and that's what adults do (laughs) so uh highly recommend it because that one is a classic yes one thousand percent um Another one that just like literally never gets old is any any time tuning in at any point in any season. Sex in the City is always a good one. That's they have episodes on uh, if you are a cable subscriber on E often, mm-hmm. and then also HBO has all the old episodes too. I love this a thousand percent because you're right. You can pop in at any time if you've obviously already seen them. And it's just weirdly comforting. And also the first Sex and the City movie I could watch on repeat every day. It's just so good. I don't know why. I can I don't like the second movie at all. But the first movie, I could watch it all the time. It's just so good. So, so good. Um, so good. My contribution to the feel-good comedies is Happy Endings. I can't remember if we talked about it before, but... Round of applause for this one. Only three seasons, cut way too short. There's so many, there are just so many good one-liners in this show. They're, all the characters are excellent. Like, my friend from college and I, Devorn, we're always like, he is the Jane to my Brad. And oh, we just <laughs> live for that entire cast. So if you haven't seen it, I think it's on Hulu. Which is where I just recently yes. rewatched the entire series once again. So, I I, I feel like that's that's a perfect uh, perfect wrap up of this series because it's literally the funniest show. I like still am begging them to re like to bring it back, just like a reunion like, show, something. Please, <laughs> it was like the best show on TV because it was so funny. I cannot believe no one picked it up. We were, like, right at the beginning part where, like, Netflix started picking up TV series and stuff. Yep. And I was like, please, happy endings. It has to be you. And they just dropped the ball, and I'll never forgive them for it. So let's everyone in this time bring it back. Yes. We'll write a petition. We'll create a a new fan base. Yes. Exactly. Um, So that's what we've got. That's our... uh, version 3.0 tv hot takes hopefully we gave you guys some uh new things that you either haven't heard of or have been waiting for a star recommendation (laughs) to uh get down with but these are some of our favorites right now and don't worry we will most likely do this again because we are in taking in so much tv right now um but if you have any other recommendations for us always let us know Hit us up at queen underscore speaking on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Shall we break? Let's break. Ciao.